Oh, Trenton. Trenton, you're muted. Oh, Trenton. Uh, party foul. Oh, Internet no. foul. Party foul. Oh, no. Well, welcome to Nerd Cyclopedia. <laughs> we are your friendly neighborhood. Is he back? Is he back? Come on, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding me? Live TV, man. I'm sitting here talking. Oh, boy. Yeah. Welcome, 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 guys, to another episode of Carbonite Bounty BS. How's everyone doing? Good, good, good. good. All right. Good, good, man. Definitely, definitely. But uh, yeah, you know, interesting week for everybody. I think we'll get into it pretty quickly. But before we even discuss this week's episode, let's let BP let you guys know where to find us at. NerdCyclopedia.com, people. Make sure that you're going to your favorite website, getting on the social media platforms as you usually do Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and also TikTok at NerdCyclopedia. We are there. Um, if you're listening to us on podcast, we are on iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast. We are there. If you're watching us on YouTube, thank you. And also, if you're watching us on Facebook, thank you. Um, on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and also hit that notification button. So anytime that we're on, you know that we're on. If you're watching us on Facebook, make sure that you share our stuff. So we definitely, you know, love that. Also, while you're on Facebook, Carbonite Bounty BS, the Star Wars group. We have a group that we get together, talk about everything that's Star Wars related, you know, and getting everything, you know, up there for you guys. Um, also, make sure that you are giving us some feedback at nerds and nerdcyclopedia.com. Uh, we got a great email um, email service for you guys to, to send all your stuff to. Bam. Boom. Wow. Well said. Well said. <laughs> and, yeah, guys, you know, uh, we're, we've passed now the halfway point on, on Bad Batch. And, uh, you know, we'll just – we'll get into our initial reactions. I mean, I'll lead because, you know, I'll probably be the one that you'll want to hear from the least of this week. So uh, I'm just going to keep it short and sweet, to be honest. Um, I'll be competing uh-oh. Yeah, I mean, I'm just going to be honest. Uh, we talked about it a couple times offline, but um, personally, this season's just not hitting for me. I mean, there's been a couple episodes, but uh, I, I don't know. Um, some of them are okay, but it, it kind of like it takes a step back for me, you know, too often. It, it's kind of almost like DuckTales-ish as far <laughs> as the way it's kind of um, – and it's not like a negative, but I mean, as far as like, I find it just being a little younger, a little more younger oriented, some of the episodes and um, yeah, it's just, it, it's, it's kind of missed the mark for me. Um, Omega, I, I, we'll, we'll probably get into it, but uh, I just need to know where she's at. I mean, she acts like she's a preteen. I thought she was a little older, so I, I'm just not getting into the character, but uh, overall, the this, this show's great. Um, you know, he said it a million times. There's just, you know, certain things for certain folks. I just don't think this is one of them for me. That, that was harsh. That was harsh. DuckTales is just a new one. Yeah, DuckTales. I mean, that, that's got to be George Lucas' worst. First of all, Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, come on. Scrooge McDuck showing in a vat of money. That's an all-time iconic image. And and I'm going to say this for the, the, the video game nerds in our audience. I'm sure there are several of them. Uh, I will say this, the DuckTales NES video game, an excellent right. game to speedrun, an old school speedrun I was doing in the 90s. So I will not have, I don't know, I, I'm okay with your reaction to this show, but I don't like your disrespect to DuckTales, yeah. frankly. Oh, 
<laughs> you know, you know, we, we might have to take both of your nerd cards away for about uh, 20, 20 minutes here because Ken, oh, no. Ken, I, I, Ken, I knew you would be right, right back in. I knew you'd bring it right back up. So oh, that's why I your card's gone. Finally, it's been forty years and my lead's gone. Gone. <laughs> so let, let me let me reset this. Okay. <laughs> Episode begins. The crossing. Um, we got a nice, uh, a nice good, the bad, and the ugly soundtrack going. Uh, real like old west style uh, vibe. Um, super suspenseful. Like I wasn't really sure what we're what was going on. We saw the Marauder flying real close over the surface of this planet. You know, it really it it entered very well. Um, I will have I, I do I do admit there were some points where I was like, well, you know, what's going on here? But then I got it about halfway through this is again just another video game episode where we're it's a mission they're on these you know the bad batch like we don't have crosshair we don't have echo okay so now they're just kind of they're kind of rethinking where they are the squad um I, this was the first episode where actually i i thought omega really stepped up and showed her talent She's skilled. She has, she has finesse. She knows how to work a drill. She knows how to uh, deal with explosives. She knows the sensitivity of this thing. Um, objective is her main ideal. So is cohesiveness of the squad. She's super bummed out that, that you know they're not what they were. So that's why again I say Crosshair's coming back. Echo's coming back. We're going to see the Bad Batch reunited at the end. Um, you can cue the nice classical violin music anytime you want, Steel City, because <laughs> this is going to be a great season finale. And I think everyone is going to appreciate the, the, the voyage, the, the journey on this, because we've seen highs, we've seen lows. Um, I really liked how they got indiana jones and good the bad the ugly sort of connected here because we got an adventure and these travelers these adventures keep like getting themselves down a rabbit hole you know they're they're here they're trapped you know they're trying to mine this ipsium uh that doesn't go very well i don't even know what that is but they they want it and it's cool whatever so they're they that failed and then they're trapped and they got to get out and then they then tech and omega get washed away down a hole i mean there was some really great adventure here they did a lot in 27 minutes there's a lot of films and and other entertainment vehicles that we that we all watch that don't even get this good in this amount of time so the only thing I felt like I thought this was a great cliffhanger and we did get it at the end. Like, we don't know where these guys are now because Sid totally said, I'll be back with you in three days and hung up. So now I thought that was, I thought that was a highlight of the episode. Sid basically saying F them. That was like my highlight of the, the whole highlight. Week. Well, it was your classical cliffhanger uh, suspense. Like, what do we do now? We got to wait a whole week. Um, it had some good points good moments for me i didn't i didn't hate it didn't love it but it's still part of the story so 
they better pay off at the end. They better write that check or else they're on big trouble. Ken with the ultimate positivity, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Get a standing ovation for that one. I won't, I won't stand up because no one stands up <laughs> in the virtual world because we don't know what's going on. No, we're used no, to that now. We've been working from home for a while. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, you want to go hit your... Sure, you know? sure. I mean, I'll talk about this thing. So, I I, I mean, what was going on with this ore, this Ipsium? You, you drill into a rock and then you, ha you have like a, a syringe that sucks it out of the... I don't understand like the mechanism of this, what it is, what it does, how it works. It's a MacGuffin, and I'm fine with that. I'm fine with it. Call it a MacGuffin. MacGuffin or Great. Don't care. Uh, it's fine. I agree with a lot of what Ken said about this being like a video game mission. It, this felt like fill-up uh, with a UH at the end. Fill-up. Uh, I think sometimes we talk about how with the shorter seasons, when we were talking about five or six episodes in a season like the Obi-Wan series, that there's sometimes too much they try to jam up into too few episodes. And this right now feels like it probably should have been a one-parter. I, 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 I don't know where they're going with this as far as who's going to show up and rescue them, who stole the ship. I feel like those are questions we're going to get answers to here uh, next week, and I think that's fine. If they pay that off real good, then this setup could really work. As a standalone episode, I mean, not my favorite one. I, I feel like the other episode we had that was like this where that mountain exploded into an enormous living death machine yeah. that was scourging, <laughs> creating a wasteland. That was really interesting to me. Right. And this was, I mean, the biggest obstacle they faced was uh, a cave. And, and you know, to me, I, I hate, I do not want to be in a cave. I would not enjoy that, you know, whole experience because I'm a little bit claustrophobic. But these guys, I mean, they fight space spiders and, you know, robots. And, you know, they're probably more What's capable. A cave? cave What's that? that? What's a cave? cave exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, to me... The questions I have about this episode, the most interesting thing is who stole that ship? Where'd they go? What'd they do with it? Is it going to come back? And my thing, you know, and I, and I put this figure on the um, on the banner for this week because I want to ask you guys who you think this, this mysterious figure on this uh, planet is. My thinking is I think that was Boba Fett. And Boba Fett just snuck in and stole her ship. And <laughs> Boba with Fett's came hair? Boba Fett with blue hair? I think that's really hair. I think it's a helmet. That's my thing. Now, look, maybe I'm out of bounds. I'm, maybe they'll answer it and it'll pay off in a different way that's good. But that's who I'm thinking when I'm thinking someone of that stature involving themselves with the Bad Batch. Uh, one thing I liked a little bit is at the end, we have this abandoned outpost. I got big time Starship Trooper vibes from this situation. Reminded me of how they show up and everybody's had their brains sucked out of their head, <laughs> which is gross. But uh, everything's abandoned and they don't know why. It gives this feeling that something ominous is coming for them. And Sid, you know, is going to make them sit sit on their hands for three days in this place. I, after they read, like, this is ridiculous. What is, what, why would you go back to her at this point? I mean, real Perlman is a national treasure and she should be in everything that she wants to be in. And I have no problem with this performance or even this character acting like a lizard. They've been warned about this for, for many times. But I, I feel like at a certain point, if they go back to her, now I'm going to have a problem with that because now their story's in stasis. And, right. and that ultimately was my biggest problem with a show like Shameless on Showtime was that the characters never made any headway. They just sort of suffered like, you know, 
fish stream swimming upstream. It feels like they're going somewhere, but they're not. Uh, so I want to see a little bit more direction. And look, it's hard to, for there not to be a letdown after the big bad of the entire series just shows up in episode eight. Yeah. I mean, Emperor shows up and lays and lays on the Emperor ring like we've never seen before in any other media, putting his thumb on the scale in a way that the American founding fathers foresaw as a problem, which means <laughs> everybody could have foresaw as being a problem <laughs> if those guys died. Uh, and so I think it's natural for there to be a bit of a letdown. Again, Chief Palpatine in all his imperial majesty, uh, encased and, in and you know cloaked in the dark side of the force and putting his thumb on the galactic historical scales, so much more interesting than uh, a cave. Um, first of all, I want to say, Hitch, that um, dope book back that you got back there, the Star Wars Thrawn, that is awesome. Library book. Support your local <laughs> public library. <laughs> Definitely support your local library. Make sure you subscribe to Hoopla, you know, mm -hmm. free books there, you know. Um, all right, so yeah, I, I'm I'm more in line with T Mitch, you know, um on, on this episode. Um I'm getting I'm not gonna say I'm getting super tired of Omega, but I wanna see her not whine so much, not um not be so naive is 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 I, I can understand where, where she's coming from, but they do need to establish her age and where she's at, you know, because some of the questions she just asked and the repeated stuff, you know, are, are just begs me, okay, you guys are in a almost like a life or death type type situation all the time. And some of the questions that she asked just begs to, you know, you're not in like preschool or you know, um kindergarten or whatever, you know. <laughs> um so she she's you know uh sad because she's lost they, they've lost crosshairs already but she's not too much of that because she didn't really have a relationship with crosshairs um now she's lost um um echo and lost the ship you know so she's sad like all around while the other ones are soldiers they don't really okay they'll get another ship you know they make you know moves and um they just move on because they're soldiers and stuff. They've been through stuff like this before. Things like that don't matter to them and everything. And I'm just wanting them, the story writers, to get her past this point to where, okay, she can um she could be just like them, just move on. Hopefully, this is like the 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 high peak of that moment to where she could just be like, Okay, well, you just gotta move on. And I think she sort of said that at the end of in the episode. Sometimes you just gotta move on past, you know, all your feelings and everything. Um, and I'm thinking I'm just getting too much feelings and stuff from Omega. So hopefully they, like I said, they move past that. Um, I was really intrigued by, um, Tech's incapacity for empathy and trying his darndest to, to actually have it. And I was sort of surprised that Wrecker and Hunter, um, sent him on, on a, on a thing to sort of fix the situation because they should know how he is. So I'm like, okay, how is he going to do this? You know, talk to um, talk talk to Omega because he's not really a talker. You know, to to the point of where he's just analyzing and you know figuring out the best you know ways to get in and out of situations to the point where there are calculations in his brain. I'm like, this that's just not going to work. You know, so why send him in to do to do that job because he's the one that messed it up or whatever. So okay, whatever. Um, but I was intrigued by just just him and. 
the way he reacted um and the way he tried to um you know um soothe that's best as how he how he could soothe um you know omega and get him to 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 realize get her to realize you know come around to his way of thinking and everything and i think at the end they sort of like got into like a compromise which is fine but and it didn't really take away from um you know make this whole overall change of you know tech so i'm glad about that um he's he is who he is um and that's just how he is and everything you can't really change him he he doesn't really have that capacity and i, and I know people like that so that's how i can really relate i know people like that so um i was i was i think to me that was like the highlight of the episode just his whole his whole um how they did his arc you know during the episode um as far as everything else i could like give or take um the highlights with me this season have been like the the empire stuff anything outside of the empire has been just like meh you know for the most part um and i i hope this back half of the season where we're getting more empire related stuff and on the road to i guess what what is ken is alluding to getting the band back together yeah yeah you know what dp so let's talk about Omega. So in this episode, I think this was the first time that she contributed in a way that, you know, was uh, specialized to her. She had, you know, finesse. She knew how to use this tool. Mm-hmm. She understood the uh, importance of and, and, you know, the, the volatility of this, this mineral that she was mining out of the mountain and tech saw that and gave her uh he enabled her to be now part of the squad mm-hmm. because she was the only one that could do this you don't want wrecker doing this right, right. what did wrecker do blow shit up you know right. so omega has technical finesse that goes beyond what even tech or echo had so there's a lot you know, I think she's now is, uh, and and I think she's now part of the group a little more because she actually contributed. So I mean, I I and I can appreciate that. Yeah, I can uh, appreciate that. I guess what what the question I will ask throw back to you is she likable to you? You know what? As long as you have subtitles on, yes. <laughs> Otherwise, she's lost in the mist. But. <laughs> This episode now gives me some uh, clairvoyance because now I get it. I understand, you know, where you know where she where she is and what her place is because she's not she's not a fighter, although she can defend and in offense she's she's not bad with her, you know, her bow and arrow, mm-hmm. but she has a purpose now because now she, you know we know we can send her in on those really intricate things, you know, these really specific duties that that can really help you know she's the um she she's going to go in and defuse the bomb you know just using her skill uh so i i i like her a little bit more um her you know like i said i do keep subtitles on so i understand what she's saying and i'm not you know that's that's not even a joke anymore because there's some words i gotta i gotta rewind and let it play again so i can be sure of what she said, because whoever's doing the voice for this this character is is doing a very good job. You know, they're making it very sort of alien in a way, but 
you know, something that we don't really know what dialect she is. But I think she's becoming a little more of a better character. And, uh, you know, I appreciate her. And, and I and I hope she busts out. Like, like Steel City said, is that Boba Fett that stole the ship? Or, you know, like, because that was a question. Like, that was a big moment in this episode that they kind of let go. Like a, like a red balloon. They didn't. They didn't come back to it. We saw it. We saw the ship leave, and that, that was it. It's gone. Yeah, they were kind of just like, ah, we're screwed. And then <laughs> like, let right. it go. Gone. So, I mean, if they do that, though, that that brings that brings her character 100% to live action. If they bring her brother on the show and, like, do that as a, as a mic drop, then she 100% has to be either in The Mandalorian or in the Book, uh, Book of Boba season two or whatever they're going to call it, chapter two or whatever. Yep, they um, got to bring her right in there. I think that's fine. Yeah. That's what they're going – I think that's what they're angling for. And look, that's a that's a firm connection between the Clone Wars era and this, this Mandalorian era, this after, um, after Return of the Jedi era. And I think that's good. I think it's good that they tie those things together. And the more of those interweavings there are, I think the better for – plot and the more connected everything is going to feel plus i think there's space for this character as somebody who has acquired the skills of you know her compatriots in the bad batch and is you know if she wasn't a a you know clone of Django fett and essentially you know boba fett but a female we'd call her probably a mary sue she's gonna end up like batman uh right. and she just learns all the tech stuff like from tech and we know tech's trying to teach her frantically yeah, yeah. Uh, so it, it makes it would make perfect sense for her to be incredibly resourceful and almost like a if she ends up being the diametric opposite of Boba Fett, like a mercenary that won't work for the Empire <laughs> and only will work for the rebellion and like goes after Imperial. Like I would buy that for sure. So I think there's a spectrum of, of things that she can end up doing that would be satisfying. And I think at this point we spend so much time on her development that if we're talking about checks that are written, that's a written check. Yeah. I think they've spent so much time telling me that Bad Batch is the origin story of this character that she's got to show up and has to. It's not even a question at this point yeah. if, it, if she if she should. So I hope that's Boba Fett because that would be cool. And obviously these guys, you know, these clones are capable of a lot. And we know Boba Fett's capable of a lot because that's, I mean, it's Boba Fett. I mean, I, I guess what you're saying, like, Hitch, I guess she she's, she's around for a reason, you know? Yeah. The um the the clones are pretty much disposable. I want to say, you know, That's the whole point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They 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 don't they don't really matter in the long scheme of things and stuff. But Omega, she's there for a reason, and I, I I'm just not seeing where they're going to angle it. But if what you're saying is true, I'm like I'm I'm hundred percent for that. I don't know if it's true or not. To be frank and clear, this is not some source. <laughs> There's only one location I pulled this out of. Right. <laughs> we don't know oh. about it. And where is that? <laughs> it's not your business, sir. No. <laughs> Why do the confines of my no, I'm just kidding. But uh but yeah, I, I really think that will be interesting. And that and that's one of the things about an episode like this, right? We could at the end of the day, like if Luke Skywalker's X-Wing flies in here next week, right? Com you know, figuratively. Not literally, it wouldn't do that because he's <laughs> nine uh and he doesn't have an X-Wing yet. But if if something like that happens here. We would be super enthusiastic and probably call this a really great two-parter. Yeah. Uh, and I think the fact that it, it is a cliffhanger, like one of those old 1960s Batman, 
where, you know, King Tut has Batman and Robin tied up after beating them up for some reason. Doesn't bother to take any of the masks off, uh, but has them, you know, you know, hung up. And then they say, next next week, same bad time, same bad channel. Uh, I never liked that when I was a kid. And I think I don't like it now because I don't like having a lot of outstanding checks. There's a lot of written checks here. We got to see if they cash. I hope they I hope they'll, they'll cash. You got to wait a week. Yeah. One week. Hey, this is like the old days. The Fed, it's got to make its way to the Federal Reserve. And then it's right. got to make its way. If you put the wrong number on it, it goes to the wrong Federal Reserve. It's and then next thing you know, old school ACH, yeah. Yeah. Next thing you know, Tom Hanks is on your tail. And you're running around Dayton Stewart. I mean, does that sound so bad? Tom Hanks? Anyway, never, never mind. No, I mean, you guys lead into a good point. I mean, I, overall, for the whole show, I think the show will pay itself off. I mean, it's just, I think, as me and DP said, I just expected this to take off to another level. And it seems like it's kind of almost like season one, like it's introducing a lot of things that I felt it should have been introduced or maybe further explained. I just expected the, the character development and the story to be a little, you know, further along. Um, I mean, realistically, we have, what, six, seven episodes we still need to know what happens with all the clones, right? Because at the end of this, I mean, these clones are going to start dropping like flies, whether they do some sort of like reverse Order 66 and target clones, because <laughs> this is the age of the stormtroopers coming on. So um, there, there's a lot. You know, we have Echo out there. We have Crosshair out there. We have to pay that off. And, I mean, granted, they can do these, obviously, in the short medium of an 18 to 20 minute episode. But like you said, there's a lot of checks, I feel like, that are sitting out there. And, I mean... Seven episodes is a lot, but I just feel that there's not a lot of time to get all the stuff that I think we really wanted out of the season finished at this point, at least. Yeah, this sort of like um, brings me back to like my CBS, um, CBS like episodic nature that I I, I disdain because I'm more of a serialized, you know, um, um, TV watcher. But, you know, it's people who, who like, you know, episodic, you know, you got your beginning, middle and end, you know. Um, and you got your standalone stuff. So you get your story, you're in and out. And that's a, that's a pretty popular thing with, you know, a lot of, um, you know, a lot of TV watchers and stuff. But for my taste, um, what we got with the first, <laughs> I don't, I really don't, I don't, not at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, to Hawaii Five O, Magna PI, um, whatever thing they want to resurrect and everything, you know, they're telling, they're, they're, all they're doing is just telling the same story over and over again. You know, that's it. That's it. But people, Wait, where they redo Knight Rider, man. Didn't they? they? I feel like they did. They, 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 they tried. Yeah, they yeah. tried. It lasted a season. You know, it was like 10 years ago and everything. It, it was terrible. It was terrible. It sucked. They, it, it was not great. They did it not. It's awful have because this, the AI they put in the new car was just good. So he'd be right. like, let's get out of here. I don't, I don't think so, Michael. I'm going to drive nicely. And it, just it, it wasn't, uh, what's his name, Mickey Rodney, right? It, it was Val Kilmer. Yeah, which oh, was, was a terrible choice. So, you know, that was that was bound not to to, to do good anyway. Yeah. Val right. Kilmer's way too cool. To play yeah, way, yeah, yeah, way too cool. I mean, you had to have Mr. Feeney. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it was a Mustang. I'm like, oh my god, what are you guys doing? Knight Rider, don't destroy this this classic show. So you, anyway. you like the long stories? That are- oh yeah, I like I like the long stories, connective. You know, just keep me you keep me into it. I don't want to be in and out and everything. I can just sit down and watch and put it in the background. I mean, just keep me keep me invested in everything. So that's why this episode was for you, DP, because I mean, you know, they totally ended. It was like. I mean, it was a cliffhanger, but it's kind of like, okay, one of those A-team episodes where, you know, <laughs> you, you get like the, 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 okay, you get like B.A. getting into some, you know, crap and everything. And then, you know, um, Hannibal comes at, you know, comes at him and stuff. They had their hijinks and everything. And you got like the class. Okay. This is part one or part two. Okay. You know, you got that classic, you know, uh, uh, a cliffhanger. Okay, we can't finish this whole thing in one episode, so we got to do it uh, finishing in the next episode. And then that's it. You had to punch it in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, it's it's like what Hit said: same bad time, same bad channel. You know, back that back then they did like this. Coming back, back next week. Yeah, it's called a teaser, man. It's how they get you hooked. And look, in the old days, it was like 50 million people watched it, and then they canceled it because no one cared. Like, I mean, that's that's how that's yeah. how TV was back then. I mean, you know, if they wanted to keep people coming back, they had to hook them. So, you I know, mean, if if Disney wants to hook me, here's how they're gonna do it. You ready for this? They are going to. They're gonna bring Jar Jar Binks into this, and what's gonna happen is <laughs> the clones are gonna take Jar Jar Binks hostage. And there's going to be another war between Misa? the Empire and the clones. And this this pays off one of my all-time biggest things, which is how many wars were there with clones? One. Mm. There was a clone war. Yeah. If there's clone wars, like in, in the 20th century, the human race had two wars, right? Before we had the second war, we called the first war the war. <laughs> yeah, we like, didn't even call the World War One. It was just the uh, the war, and then war. we didn't name it until the the second one came out. Right, came came about. Part That's two. They did the same thing here. They said, "Whoa, All right, we're going to be right back in France <laughs> here in twenty years. Same bad time, same bad shit." I don't. I don't believe you just said that. I don't believe it. I mean, it's not my fault. Do they ever um, refer to the to it as a Clone Wars in 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 the universe? I feel like that's what they that's what Leia's message is. You served my father during the Clone Wars. Yeah, and, uh, and there was a, there was an S. Okay. And this is very much listen. I I and and this is very pedantic and very very parsy. But one time, you know, I I was playing a um a Star Wars trivia game with many of my friends from college, and uh, they were showing like it was like guess the thing by looking at the uh, raffle query art, and I said. Uh, battle droid and the answer was the super battle droid and it was determined that i was wrong so that's just kind of how it is for us <laughs> you wait, have to wait let me let me ask you a quick question because i used to do this too i used to play star wars trivia trivia yes it's exactly okay. that game okay was it just you against them no 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 because okay. it was it was me and you know thomas from our group was right. one of the other one of the other players so it was actually pretty it was not like me blowing away people with this. No, one, very- no one would play. No one would be on my team. It was just me against eight people. <laughs> and I gave eight people access to the internet and they still couldn't beat me on that game. <laughs> I, no, that, I just, I, I, sorry, I digress. I, cause 
I don't know many people that played Star Wars Trivial, Trivial Pursuit as uh, uh, a what 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 am I like? I don't know. I'm a problem child with Star Wars. <laughs> you just said you just said I'm here to take on any of you, and then one. And, yeah, and like it would like be from eight Roadhouse. People, eight people yeah. with internet access, and here's me just sitting there like I know all this shit. So, what what are you coming at me for? So, so in current terms, can you basically solo the legendary mission? Yes. <laughs> hey, that's, that's I had all the pieces of the pie before anybody else did, and it was just me. And as a reward, you. <laughs> <laughs> now, that, that was a lot of information to go through, right? T City, right? That was a lot yeah. in those cards. It was. It was not easy. The game was yeah. not easy, and yeah. I believe I believe I ended up winning. But that was like my last, my like last winning puzzle piece, and it was determined that because I said Battle Droid rather than Super Battle Droid, that yeah. I had I was not allowed to get that piece, and there was much much rejoicing. Yeah, I hope they ate all the Cheetos too, because that's the that's the appetizer during Trivial Pursuit. I was living with like this. I mean, not to not to get really off track here, but I mean, I was living with a, a jujitsu black belt and a wrestling coach. <laughs> so you know, they were. I was not like the, the top man on the totem pole in that apartment. Mm. <laughs> Except in Star Wars Trivial Pursuit, uh, <laughs> and that's all that matters. It really is. I'm sure I'll hear about it now. It's going to be great. So we'll get a little spice in the uh, comments. Hey, one thing I was looking at, guys, while uh, we were talking here, is where do you think, what's the air dates line up with Mandalorian? Are these, are, is this season in Mando ending at the same time, or is Mando ending like the week after? Because that, uh, yeah. that's what I'm looking for. If Mando ends the week after Bad Batch, that is my high alert Omega spotting watch. Mm, okay. Well, I mean, as we talked about this, you know, and kind of leading into other talk points, um, you know, it's kind of wrapping up this episode. We've always talked about the everything Star Wars, everything they do right is calculated. And with ratings the way they are and the seasons the way they're lining up and the schedule, right? Why would you have properties competing with each other simultaneously? There has to be an underlying reason why they have these shows lined up like this. And I think we're going to be, as you said, Hitch, I think we're going to see um, a lot of revelations as far as how these shows interconnect. Because um, I'm not sure the Bad Batch is review, renewed for a season three as of yet. So, um, Well, they might, and my, thing, my thing is I think that we can pretty much pencil in that there's going to be some sort of cartoon that's going to tell the story of this universe at the end of the Clone Wars after right. episode three. And... The live action stuff is mostly going to be, you know, the post episode six stuff and then maybe the very old stuff. So I think even if they say, okay, we've told this story, we can look forward to like, I don't know, Jedi, the Dark Vendor hunting down the Jedi for a while. I don't know. There's stuff that they can do in there to talk about how the Empire consolidated power and the evil crap they had to do to do so. so I, I'm not. I think that there's going to be some sort of production here, whether it's got Hunter and you know Wrecker and um, you know Omega and Tech in it. I don't know about that, but I think there will be something. Hmm. Unless they cut it, just like you know they just cut. I don't know. Who knows what they cut out of their budget for the next uh, the next cycle? You think they wouldn't have to, given that Avatar made like 
two billion dollars and i have not heard a single person talk about it the mandalorians will probably it sounds like they're going to get a lot into um the the history of Mandalore on, in in the in the season coming up. I don't see any room for um for anybody from Bad Batch, you know, popping up. But I mean, it's Filoni, so you know, you know how he likes bringing his his animated characters into live action. So wouldn't put it past, and it, it would be dope, especially if I mean, if they announced that they were going to do like a third, a second season of Boba Fett and everything, I would almost fully expect that to happen, right? You yeah. give me a 90, like an old makeup, you know, tech. that's like not, it looks like 90 years old and like almost like an exoskeleton because they have that in this unit. They have those things. Those Darth yeah. Vader is basically on the iron lung that walks around pretty yeah. much. So they can do that. I would, I would be down for that. Or if Hunter, if Hunter's the one that makes it or whatever, and then that, yeah. that would be a very interesting thing for me to see. I would enjoy that. But if it's not like, that's not one of those things that I consider to be a check. Like if they're just right. not there, I, I, I would understand that. But I really feel like at this point, sometime soon, Omega needs to run into one of these, you know, mainline characters to really tie yeah. the knot close. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I totally hundred percent agree. Some, yeah. some. I mean, she's there for a reason. So is she's like the Chekhov's, um, <laughs> Chekhov's clone. You Chekhov's know, clone. <laughs> <laughs> she is going to go off. Just you. I mean, you got to be at some point because you don't. I mean, what do you just have her there just, you know, for, you know, um, giggles and and, and whatever oh, okay. and everything? You well, know? Why not just because because here's the thing. Here's the thing. The character that you have in your stable right now that could use being plugged in here and gaining all these skills, like I said, Omega is, is literally Boba Fett. Like if, if these guys ran into Boba Fett and were like, oh, wow, you're one of us. Let's grab, like, come with us. And then they were teaching him how to do all the bounty hunter stuff that he ends up needing to do. I think that would be interesting. So to not use Boba Fett and instead have this character, I think there has to be a, a reason, and it has to be better than they needed a girl, right? It has to be. Right. Yeah, yeah. Or needed, Which, someone, but if, if just or needed someone to draw in, like, the younger you know, kids or whatever, yeah. you know, to me, it needs to be something, something more. Yeah. There would have to be a really concrete tie in as to why Omega is a different gender than Boba Fett. Like what happened when they were doing the DNA and creating this clone? Why did it come out female? And are we sure, are we sure that it is female? I mean, J.K. Rowling, she would um, probably. <laughs> that's an interesting, there's, there's that not that's been a pronoun. There's not been a pronoun used for Omega that assumes a female gender. I, I think that we've been told that she's female. But if, if this was if this was like you're saying something where she's presenting as female but is not female, like biologically, I would find that to be interesting as a character arc. Because why would why would why are they why would that very be modern very very will be very modern yes yeah. yes yes I would yes. be interested to see that I'd be interested to know why you know why the Camino and stuff I don't think that this is that complex to do that though I mean because because Hunter didn't say go down and talk to her he said go down and talk to Omega. I'm not convinced that this is something. I don't know that what's on the table with all that. I'm not convinced that it's something they're doing, but I think it's something they could do, and I think that this character, you know, 
could this certainly lend it lend itself to being a transgender character she's listed as a female Django fat clone so female but if I mean if this character was the the first Star Wars character to transition I think they could pull that right. off at this point I think it oh, would yeah. be for sure. a very interesting sure. story beat right yeah definitely very 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 modern and everything but yeah i mean it's definitely yeah, a good yeah. story to explore probably a lot more mature than um what what they intend but um right. well, you but, start off in the cartoons right and then you come around and we meet a character somewhere in the mandalorian verse on mandalore maybe you're in this group and we don't and there's no revelation and we find out it's omega later mm, right, right. That, that's, that's so while i'm saying here i'm not writing this story i'm not chat gpt i'm not doing that uh, all I'm saying is basically there's a lot of ways they could do it. So if that's a direction they choose to go, I would be, I mean, I would say, okay, that's a written check, but I, you know, I think that'll catch. I think that'll spin. I mean, these what they're doing right now. I mean, I'm all for, I'm, I vote for interesting. Over <laughs> cuteness. Definitely. I'm definitely in that. Interesting. For sure. Interesting. Of, um, I, I think that. Uh, vote for interesting. I'll, I'll definitely third that. But yeah, guys, I mean, kind of wrapping this episode up as far as what we our thoughts, you know, there really wasn't a lot, but there was a lot of, of subplots um, leading into uh, episode 10. And then that leads us into 11 and the premiere of Mandalorian. So uh, interesting, interesting two weeks coming up here as well. Um, excited, exciting times for us, exciting times for you guys, the community. And as DP said, please um, interact on our Facebook group. I mean, we're really trying to build up the buzz uh, these two weeks leading up to Mandalorian, maybe some of you guys' theories, we won't say conspiracy theories, but what are some of you guys' theories on what you're going to see? I mean, they did the final trailer for the Super Bowl that's out. Um, so, I mean, they've leaked a lot of footage, and what we've seen typically is a lot of stuff is early. You know, they like to bleed that those trailers to the first two to three episodes, and then that's kind of like suspense leading into the rest. So, um, yeah, we have a lot of interesting things. And um, before we go as well uh, – we, uh, I, I just want to apologize on behalf of us. I know there's a lot of things and a lot of movies been out, but uh, we will be back, guys, for uh, our Nerd Psycho Comic Flick show. Ant-Man does premiere um, actually midnight tonight. So um, we will do a Ant-Man and uh, Ant-Man and Quantumania or Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Uh, we'll just call it Ant-Man 3. We will have a review of that coming up um, into this week. So Nerd Psycho Comic Flick Show will be back with a review of Ant-Man and the Wasp and the Quantumania. As well as we'll do a little bit. Um, we'll maybe give you guys our thoughts because I know we, we didn't really get into um, Black Adam. Uh, we missed that one as well. Um, we can go into a little bit of Avatar. So we'll really do like a nerd psycho comic flick show. We won't just yeah, do yeah, a yeah. review. So there's just, been a lot of stuff that's been out. Yeah. So we'll go, we'll go over some real stuff, you know. I mean, yeah, oh, DC looks like yeah. they're coming out swinging. Um, another trailer, obviously, for, for um, Guardians, which is three months away. So yeah, we'll definitely be back with nerd psycho. Um, comic flick show to give you guys our thoughts on what's going on on the other realm outside of star wars as well so that's something that we will be back this week to do and um got a couple of things planned for that uh, obviously nerd court will be back as well so we're working on a couple dockets here so we're going to see what we can do for you guys there i mean we maybe have to dive into this season of bad bats and see where we are as far as that compared to um you know was bad bats a bigger success than rebels 
all kind of things. So also, if you guys have any ideas, I know we talk about it all the time in our chats offline. If you guys have an idea for Nerdcore, please put it in the group, right? That's something we're open to feedback, open to thoughts. Uh, you know, interesting point was there should have, you know, they showed a Wookiee Jedi. Why didn't we show a Man- the Mandalorian Jedi or, or other species of different Jedi? So there are all kind of talk tracks we can go over and, and interesting things. I mean, this, this year we really want to take the channel to another level, whether it be do a call-in show at some point, uh, you know, maybe uh, Skyping and maybe uh, guest questionnaire on my air. We're open to a lot of things. So, yeah, please interact on Facebook. That's the best way. Or email us if you guys have any ideas or want to be involved with the channel in any case. We're um, all we're about all inclusion stuff. here. So, definitely, guys. Uh, keep in touch with us. But, um, yeah, guys, another another fun week. And uh, leading into next week, episode 10, guys, um, that's really pretty much it for me. So until next week, guys, this is the way. This is the way.